0: Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. Welcome to The Jump. I'm Rachel Nichols, joined by a few of the 2008 world champs from the Celtics. Kendrick Perkins from his home in Texas. And the finals MVP, Paul Pierce, is cooler than either one of us, Kendrick. He's in Las Vegas. We can only hope. (laughs) What can I tell you? Coming up, guys, we're going to take an in-depth look at one of Kobe's most legendary playoff moments. It's from this date in 2006 when he beat the Suns at the buzzer twice. That is to come later in the show. First, though... I don't know if any of you guys out there have heard, but apparently ESPN on Sunday nights is airing something called The Last Dance. No, it's true. Um, We're going to show you a clip now. This is of Jordan's last game as a bull at Madison Square Garden. He decided to break out the ones, his old pair from the 80s, but it turns out his foot had grown half a size since then. Take a look at what happened.
1: By halftime, my
2: feet are bleeding. But I'm having a good game. I don't want to take him off.
0: Michael. Oh, my goodness. A number of the players and even two of the officials are laughing. Michael Jordan now has 40 points. only one guy has this level of artistry.
3: Spinning in the lane for the slam. And
0: Strike Lee is all over Michael Jordan. And Michael has a few words by way
1: of retort. Well, he just told him that he couldn't guard him. Yeah, he, says, he says, you can't guard me. Then he says, hey, you come out here. You come out. Spike out, I will, money. Number <laughs> 42. And if this was Michael Jordan's final game at Madison Square Garden, he leaves no doubt whatsoever that
3: he exits just as he entered. The best there is.
1: I couldn't take those shoes off fast enough. And when, you know, when I took the shoes off, my sock was soaked in blood.
0: Well, Paul, on that particular night, MJ had some shoe problems, of course. (laughs) Still dropped all kinds of baskets on the Knicks. Anyway, um, shoes, though, part of the key to what became an (laughs) unprecedented level of fame for him. The shoes, the Gatorade commercials, all of it. Paul, what would you say is the significance of Jordan's impact off the court?
2: Oh, my gosh. You wouldn't even better believe. I mean, especially shoe game. I mean, he had me going to McDonald's more. I wanted to even work at McDonald's, but I'm going to tell you a story especially with the shoes. Well, I remember being in 6th grade and I remember selling candy for like at least 2 months so I can get a pair of the Air Jordan 4s. They were a $100 at the time. I sold candy for like 50 cents a dollar and I wound up getting a pair and I'm telling you when you had a pair of Jordans in the early 90s, late 80s, you was the man. So I remember when I got those, <laughs> and I kept them clean. I had, the, I had the toothbrush scrubbing them every day. Man, just his off-the-court presence. Everybody wanted to just watch Michael Jordan. What was he doing? Chewing gum. I even had, I bought Wheaties because of Jordan. I had a Wheaties posters because every Wheaties box came with a Jordan poster, man. It was just his impact. Not only did people want to be like him, on the court, but off the court, you just wanted to be as close to him as you could.
1: And P, you speaking the whole truth and nothing but the truth, right? Rachel, Paul, y'all remember that song? <laughs> if like I could Mike. be like Mike, <laughs> like, I want to be. I want to be like Mike. Right, right. I, listen, no, uh, no disrespect. No disrespect to all the greats before him. You know that wore the Chuck Taylors, the Converse. You know, uh, the, you know Kevin McHale, Larry Bird, Isaiah Thomas, and Magic did that. You know Converse commercial. They were kind of like the circus. You know you could go to the circus, you could see the clowns and animals, <laughs> but when Jordan came along, Jordan came along, he changed the game, he was like Disneyland and <laughs> Disney World, magical roller coasters like, he he brought a whole another swag to the game, like think about this, still to the still to this day lines are wrapped around the corner at every mall in America when Jordans are being yep. released, like, yes. that's unheard of like, no, no any other guy could put out a shoe and they'll still have some in stock. Not Jordan's. To me, Jordan laid the foundation for not only guys today, but even his peers. With no MJs, they wouldn't have signature shoes like Penny Hardaway's, uh, Charles Barkley, Elijah Warren's. uh, even Paul Pierce <laughs> has a signature shoe. But like, think about it. Michael Jordan laid the foundation for athletes today like LeBron, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry to get 200 300 million dollar shoe deal so you know you got to give mike his his roses because you know he deserves so interesting
0: and this sunday i mean man guys cannot get here soon enough we've got episodes five and six it's going to be of course (laughs) as i mentioned nine o'clock eastern on sunday night but the stories in this are great it's about marketing air jordan they've got dream team stories they've got the bulls battles against barkley and the suns all of that stuff is in there, and the cultural impact of Michael Jordan, and we'll be talking about that more in the days to come. ESPN and ESPN app have the uncensored version. Must be nice to be able to swear on ESPN. No one's let me do that. Uh, but ESPN 2 has the edited for mature language version, just saying. Coming up, a recent poll saw Luka Doncic get 17 out of 20 first place votes for the player that front office executives would most want to build around. Are Zion, Ja, and Trey being overlooked? We will discuss. First, though, it's time for our distant replay. This date, 1991, featuring Michael Jordan dunking on Patrick Ewan really hard. Jordan trying to shake off starts.
3: Oh, what a move by Jordan! It counts and the foul.
1: Well. This is an ego problem for Patrick Ewing. First of all, Jordan on the beautiful dismissal of the defense. In this Case Starks and then Oakley, and then the deception. No, I'm not going away from the hoop.
3: It could be a routine drive to pick up the kids after school or an epic road trip across the country. No matter where your travels take you, we know those miles count. We're Marathons. We have over 5,700 stations across our great nation. Our people are working hard every day to provide you with quality top-tier gasoline to improve engine performance and fuel your life. Marathon, fueling the American spirit.
1: Though we're apart these days, we're sharing more. So at GEICO, we'd like to say thanks. Thanks for sharing your savage dance moves. Thanks for sharing your DIY haircut fails. Thanks for sharing your inner lip sync star. Now, it's our turn to share with the Geico Give Back. A 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. Because we're committed for the long haul. The 15% credit lasts your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for more info and eligibility.
0: Just because the game we love is on hold doesn't mean it leaves us. All the hype, all the passion, Remain when you're a fan, you're never alone.
2: NBA fans, we miss you. Can't wait to play in front of you guys again.
0: We're in this together. The NBA on ESPN. He's ready to take over this league.
3: They have a bona fide star in this kid right here.
1: Oh,
3: baby, what a he is a yeah. special
1: young man. Yeah, there's no question about it. Wow! Wow!
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa. detonating on the rim look of magic has made everybody who
2: ah. you can stop talking about his age because it obviously doesn't make any difference
0: espn surveyed 20 nba scouts coaches and front office members one of the question was which of these young men you're seeing in your frame which rising star would you most want to build your team around Luka Doncic guys got 17 of the 21st place votes. The list included mm. Zion, Trey Young, and John Morant. Kendrick, would you rather build around Luka than all those other guys?
1: Listen, Rachel, no disrespect to Trey Young, Ja Morant, and Zion Williamson. All of these guys are generation ta- generational talents and are going to be special. But if I had to build a team around a guy, it would be Luka. We're talking about a guy that has been playing against grown men for a long time. Last, I mean, before he came into the NBA, we're talking about what he did as a professional overseas, uh, MVP, uh, championship MVP. Then comes over his first year in the NBA. He averaged 21, 6, and 7. Wins rookie of the year. And then tr- carry on to this season, he's averaging 28, 9, and 8. And he got the Dallas Mavericks in the playoffs in the West. And also, when we talk about Luka. A lot of conversation has been brought up throughout this season. Who is Luka arguably the greatest 20-year-old to ever come into the NBA? (laughs) And that's an argument. And that just speaks volumes because you're putting them in the same category with greats like LeBron James and Magic Johnson. So I'm taking Luka all day.
2: Man, let me tell you something. I mean, I think Zion is going to be great. He's already shown he could be great. John Murad, Trey Young, but... Luca's got a head start, so far ahead of them that I don't even know if they could catch up. Because we're talking about a guy who's only in his second year, and the scary thing is he's not even in his prime. He can get better. Everybody, all these talents are going to get better. How much better is Luca going to get?
0: It's hard to. We know do-
2: he's going to get better. He's gonna. He's gonna learn the game more. He's gonna get stronger. He's gonna get smarter. I, I just. I don't. What I'm disappointed is, and no disrespect to the other guys, how did he only get 17 (laughs) votes? I think if you're starting a team today.
3: Paul, he he wasn't even drafted first overall, so don't ask the question of how he could have only
0: gotten 17 votes. Come on.
2: Only 17? (laughs) That should have been a unanimous decision. I got a feeling that... Those other three votes came from those teams' organizations, (laughs) and not anyone else. (laughs) Like, no, like seriously, like Luka Doncic, I mean look, he's, he's in the MVP conversation. Uh, before the, yes. the, the season ended. I mean, we were talking about him possibly being an MVP candidate along there with Giannis, LeBron, uh, James Harden, these guys. Uh, that's, that's almost unheard of for a guy in the second year. I mean, come yeah,
0: on. Yeah. I mean, on. obviously his skill level, his versatility. And I know people say, oh, he's not athletic in the way like say a LeBron is because by the way, nobody is, but he is, is physical at his <laughs> position. And I think people, once they see him play in person, Realize the physical advantages he has over some of the guys he's going up against. My only reservation isn't about how good Luca is because he's clearly exceptional. Um, it's just that Zion is still such an unknown package. We've seen him play so few games. I can't even really judge him yet, right? I mean, there's a game. There's a game where he hit, you know, what four or five threes in a row. Can he do that regularly? I don't know. How would we know? He, he's barely played 20 games. So I, I just think that, that it's hard to have this conversation about Zion because we don't know what he can do. We do know what Luka can do so far. It's amazing. So I'm not surprised at those 17, those other three. Paul, you're always going to have someone. That's all I can say about covering the NBA for a long time. I do want to get to the heat, though, because, guys, Miami taped uh, some comments from Pat Riley. They released them Wednesday. These were Ryle's quotes. I want to build a championship team. I don't have much patience. We're close. Maybe we need another player. Maybe we need less. I don't know, but we're right there. We are a contender. So, Paul, do you agree with the great Pat Riley? How close is this Heat roster from another ring?
2: I mean, if the Miami Heat (laughs) are close, that means every team in the NBA is close. But (laughs) I
0: don't think they're close. Seriously, though,
2: the only... When you're close, let me tell you when you're close. You're close if you have a top five player playing on your team. That is the main ingredient. I said this and I always say this with the exclusion of the Detroit Pistons who won, uh, in 2000, in the early 2000s. So think about the contenders today. We say the Lakers, honest, MVP candidate. We say Houston Rockets, uh, with James Harden, the top five player. Those three guys are top five players and they are contenders. Your old There's franchise, no the Clippers
0: wants a word too, Paul.
2: The Clipper the Clippers. Leah, they got they got Kawhi and Paul George, a top five and a top ten player. Those are the only four teams I believe that can win the championship this year because that is one of the main ingredients. And you can go back as far as 20, 30 years and see every championship team or team that has been in a championship has had a top five MVP candidate on their roster. No, no disrespect to Jimmy
1: Butler. He's good, but he's not on these other guys' level. Oh, P, you know I hate to go against the grain, man, but I got to ride with Pat Riley on this one. Like when you think of the Miami Heat and you think about this team that they have right now this season, the first team come to mind is the 2004 Detroit Pistons. Like they didn't have a top five MVP candidate on their team. They had the team, team, and that's that's. That's rare. All right, well, okay, cool. But I'm saying, when I'm looking at this Miami Heat team this year, no one would have been surprised if they would have came out of the East this year. I would have. I would have been surprised. I wouldn't. Not me. Not me. I thought they had the pieces that – no, I'm just saying, Rachel. I wouldn't have been surprised if they would have beat the Bucks in a seven-game right. series. Like that would have been a fun that would have been a fun matchup to see. Are they close? Yes, I think they're close. I'm a big Eric Sposher fan. I think he's one of the best coaches in the, in the league. He's one of my all-time favorites in my in, in my eyes. And when I'm looking at this Miami Heat team, like Paul said, you do need that elite player. Do you need a top five player? Yes. No, but I think they need I think they need a elite score. Like if they could pull off a trade and keep Bam and Jimmy and get back a Dame Lillard, then I think they gets that gets them over the hump. That's just my and opinion. And remember
2: about the Detroit Pistons, perk. They're an all-time. I'm not talking about one-year great <laughs> defensive team. They're an all all-time. One of the greatest defensive teams we've ever seen. And Miami.
1: I know. I
2: understand. They're not there yet.
0: Those Tayshawn Prince arms, right? The arms was incredible. Um guys, what I always say when someone says they're a player away, I say, Well, who's the player, right? Depends on the player. Could be some guy off the street, could be a top five guy, then you really are close. Um, you know, if you're a Joel Embiid away, and there's been rumors of that, maybe maybe we're talking about a different conversation. I do think the Bucks will want a word though, and they we will discuss them coming up. This is the anniversary, guys, of the Bucks' first and only NBA title. So we're going to discuss how close this year's team is to winning their second chip and how much would be lost for them if they can't finish this season. Stick around for that.
3: It could be a routine drive to pick up the kids after school or an epic road trip across the country. No matter where your travels take you, we know those miles count. We're Marathon. We have over 5,700 stations across our great nation. Our people are working hard every day to provide you with quality top-tier gasoline to improve engine performance and fuel your life. Marathon, fueling the American spirit.
0: It's sports center at five o'clock Eastern with the PTI guys joining the show. And we capped the day with another sports center at 11 Eastern, but all of that is after the game, Michigan, Ohio State from 2016. Now, though, I want to hit you guys with a classic from the hardwood. Today is the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's legendary 2006 performance against the Suns. Take a look and be amazed.
1: Cold blooded means. Player that's able to take those big shots in those big moments. A one-point game. To tip it. Bryant with the save. Oh, you got to get shot. Final yeah. seconds. Bryant for the win. Bryant!
3: How did you even get the game to
0: overtime in the first place?
1: Two-point game with seven point nine remaining. I've been in playoff series
2: where you've seen uh you know, a lot of things happen.
0: Big thing right now is do not force a pass. They'd love to get it into Nash's hands, and they do. Ball oh, knocked away, stolen by Parker. Oh, Here it is! Here comes George. To
1: Kobe Bryant. Bryant inside. It's
3: good. It's good.
1: Tie game. But we will go for overtime. So still plenty of time. A one-point game. Nash
0: coming up. They have to foul. Nash looking. Tied up. Reach in. Oh, a jump ball! Oh, oh, a boy. jump ball. Oh.
2: I knew Luke was going to control the tip, and uh, I was just going through my calculations, looking at the clock, and
1: just kind of playing the moment over in my head.
0: 6.1 remaining, the Lakers, no timeouts here now.
1: Once I got it, I just took my time, got the look that I wanted.
3: Colby Bryant has hit a shot at the buzzer!
2: They seem to have the victory in hand, and all of a sudden you make a big shot and make a big play, It's cold
1: blooded.
0: Kobe Bryant is very, very good at basketball. All right. On this date, also in 1971, the Bucks won their first and only title in franchise history. They were led, of course, by the Hall of Famers, Oscar Robertson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. In the 48th season since, 48 years, guys, the franchise has only had one Ooh. more finals appearance. That's it. That potentially could have, of course, changed this year. The Bucks' best record in the league, certainly the favorites in the East. And guys, this is really Milwaukee's window. Think about this. It's before Giannis even has to decide about the Supermax. It's before Kyrie and KD come back with Brooklyn next season. Next season, we're also expecting the Warriors to be a force again, right? Steph and Klayback, other teams in the West. So, Perk, if the NBA doesn't come back to finish the season in some way, how costly could this be for the Milwaukee Bucks?
1: It's going to hurt the Milwaukee Bucks, Rachel. The Milwaukee Bucks... This is their window. This is their time. In my opinion, this season, I, I, I think they were the heavy heavy favorites for sure to come out of the East. And they, they're they the only team in the NBA that has all the pieces, in my opinion, to win a championship. They they have a deep bench. They have shooting. They have shot blocking. They have a star in Giannis. They have a Robin and Chris Middleton. And I think they had all the pieces. They're well coached. And if the NBA doesn't come back, it's going to hurt the Milwaukee Bucks, and it possibly could hurt uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and re-signing Giannis to extension, and uh, maybe losing him to someone else in free agency.
2: Yeah, this is devastating. I mean, because you don't get these type of opportunities, uh, like you said, Perk. The window is right now for the Milwaukee Bucks, which, because you have to remember, like Rachel, like you said, next year Brooklyn's going to be better with Kyrie, Kevin Durant. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who's, who knows what's going to happen through free agency? Who knows what's going to happen through trade? You can see the Celtics, you know, get to that level next year. Miami Heat, you know, we talked about them. Or even the Philadelphia 76ers, you know, teams are going to get better uh, a year from now uh, if we assume that the season starts back next year. You know, there's going to be various trades, uh, various signings that the teams are going to try to improve to make that leap. And like you said, who knows what's going to happen with Giannis. Free agency coming up, looming. This is just this is this is if I'm Giannis, I'm devastated if we don't have an opportunity to continue this season because like you said, these windows, they don't come around too often, the championship windows, and theirs is now and who knows what might happen next year. Yeah,
0: and it's you guys know you've won a title, you understand this. It's so many different things that have to line up. We're showing stuff about Giannis's contract on the screen right now. I can hear all the Bucks fans saying, he's gonna stay, he's gonna stay. He, I, I, My guess, if I had to guess, and the, this is not based on any reporting, it's a guess. If I had to guess, I would say Giannis Antetokounmpo will be a Milwaukee Buck next season. That's not the only issue. The other teams that are going to be in the race are just as much of a factor as who's on your team. So many different things have to fall your way. Injuries have to fall your way one way or the other. Health has to line up. So the fact that things were churning so well for Milwaukee, Giannis dealing with that pesky little knee thing but not a big deal going into the playoffs, they were lined up this year to really dominate. And I think it's going to be a big deal for them if they don't get to play it out. And they're not the only ones. I want to move on to a tweet from LeBron James. This is what he just put up this morning. Oh, yes. He said, saw some reports about execs and agents wanting to cancel the season. He said, absolutely not true. Nobody I know saying anything like that. As soon as it's safe, we would like to finish our season. I'm ready. Our team is ready. Nobody should be canceling anything. And Perk LeBron is 35 years old, Lakers at the top of the West. You can see, right, why he is also so eager not to let things slip away.
1: Look, Rachel... Braun is feeling some type of way and he should. When we talk about that window, his window is very small right now as for as him winning another championship or championships, and each season matters. And when we was, and when we're talking about LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers, they were just hitting their stride. They were playing at a championship level. LeBron was playing at an MVP level. And I'm with Braun. I won't he wants closure. Um at the end of the day, he's 35 years old. He's not getting any younger so he's no know, he knows that opportunity is is getting smaller by the by the by the season and he wants to finish the season out so i'm with braun on this one no one is counseling nothing right now let's be optimistic
2: <laughs> yeah I, I agree with you perk you know the time is definitely clicking uh especially for LeBron as he gets older, you know, he doesn't want any of these legacy seasons to go to waste. You know, if the Lakers have an opportunity, they're in prime position to possibly win a championship and you know, this being LeBron's third team to win a championship, we might be talking about him and Michael Jordan in the same breath, you know, especially these millennials. So, <laughs> the clock is tick- ticking uh for LeBron and the Lakers and he wants closure.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, he'll be turning 36 I- Uh, Next season, it's a lot harder to start all the way at the bottom of the mountain at the beginning of the season again and get up there. Now, I will say I understand his concern because, look, you hear different things every day. Just this morning, the CEO of the San Antonio Spurs, R.C. Buford, told reporters that he had just gotten off a call with the presidents of all the NBA teams. And the sentiment there was they want to continue to try to see this thing out as long as they can. So the official word, I guess, from one of the heads of one of the teams in the NBA is nothing is canceled yet. No one is talking about cancellation yet. And in my conversations with league officials, I've heard that, too, that they say, why do we need to make a decision now? We have some time. Let's see how things play out. We will see you guys tomorrow on The Jump. That I know for sure.